Five, you know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. Your host always, the Iceman. In the clubhouse. And as promised, we're going to part two of the Moose Knuckle. He's getting, I think we're going to have about a month left before he graduates. So it's not still over halfway, of course. But we all know how life gets busy and shit like that. So he's going to tell us how much fun he's been having <laughs> in the academy. Zero. Well, you did get, uh, you got sprayed yesterday. Yep, sprayed yesterday. Again. And, uh, we used the Freeze Plus P. That's what they used on you, correct? Yep. That's the chemical weapon we use out here. Uh, it's quite nice. Refreshing. Opens your sinuses up. <clears throat> Had to be hit with a few times. It still hurts and burns, but it's not. So bad, where because you know what to expect every time. But you did say somebody had uh, some guys that we're not gonna say which agency, but a state agency agency that's in the academy with you. They are uh, they use a different type of chemical weapon, and their instructors came out and hosed their asses down. Oh yeah, they got covered. <laughs> it was it was actually kind of funny. And theirs is more gel based, isn't it? Yeah, more gel based and a little bit hotter. Yeah. See sure they were thrilled and happy about that oh they were punching desks and refrigerators trying to get the burning to stop well i don't think that would work no didn't work for them did y'all have anybody just totally freak out getting sprayed one of the state guys got uh he hulked out he freaked out a couple of guys that got the freeze plus p actually froze up uh we had one guy hopping like a kangaroo which uh, that was quite comical to rewatch. Uh, other than that, nobody nobody else really freaked out too bad. Well, I used to, I let it expire, but I was a chemical weapons instructor for years, and uh, used to do classes and stuff. And the classroom part, you know, is classroom part. You always look forward to the practical when we got to spray people. And said so we had some people, you know, they take it like you know. It burned them, but they took it. And then I had a one guy one time. It was I understand two hours after we everybody else was done, just trying to get him. I mean, it. You swear to God, I had dipped him in gasoline and set him on fire or something for real. So it, it it's quite hilarious watching how different people react to the the chemical weapon stuff like that. Oh yeah, and I was I was last in line almost. I was towards the back of the line, so I got to watch everybody. 
uh, get sprayed and do what they had to do. Um, but being last in line, you know, you don't get the same amount of time to time to adjust to it and, uh, and be able to, to, to act. One guy, he fell. People are spitting and snotting on the ground, and he fell all, and people spit. Said, I need someone to open my eyes, someone open my eyes. And I still can't really open my eyes. You know, it, it burns, and I told him, you know, hey, look up. Uh, slow your breathing down. And at one point, I was going to reach for his eyes. I was like, hey, dog, you got to open them yourself. I'm not I, I'm not doing it. you thrashing too much, and I ain't, I ain't You should have told you, but you – you should have told him was the best thing to take the burn away is pee. Then he'd be running around wanting everybody to piss on his face. <laughs> Pretty sure he wants that uh, even when he doesn't get sprayed. So, Well, the best I have found, the, the best remedy to help with it is cold. Put your air conditioning unit on max on cold and stick your face, your nose basically inside the vent. And just let that cold air blow in your eyes. That's or a windy unit or something like that. I know they sell these companies that sell this uh supposed to be this neutralizer and all this other shit and milk. Nope. Cold does, air. Does not work. Cold air and time. Now you will remember you got sprayed <laughs> later, much later. If they they should have warned you, but because I used to tell people, look. When you go home and you take a shower, you better be careful because this stuff, the residue will wash down the rest of your body and get into your your more delicate parts. Get places where it's not supposed yes, to be real spicy. Yes, And uh, you might want to refrain from any uh, sexual activity with your wife or spouse because if you happen to have any of this left on your hands and you happen to stick your finger inside of your spouse, she's probably going to punch the fuck out of you because you're about to light her world on fire and not in a good way. I was I was actually telling people that on uh, Friday. What to go home and do that? No, do not oh. go home and do that. <laughs> like trying to get people divorced. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it, it it could be your your girlfriend, wife, or whatever she is, or will not appreciate it if you get some freeze <laughs> up in her vaginal regions. You probably get black eye for that one. Probably two black eyes. So we know you went through the shoot house. That that should have been fun. Oh, the shoot house was very fun. Uh, I've I've been through it before with with a different agency, but going back through it with the academy, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit slower, a little more methodical. They teach you. Um, they weren't putting you in no win situations, were they? No, okay. every everything was winnable uh, in the shoot house during a scenario. You didn't even have to fire a shot. Are uh, using simunitions? Simunitions still hurts. Simunition will uh, draw blood if it hits skin. Yeah, especially. It's not gonna kill you, but it's gonna, you're gonna know you're gonna get hit. Yeah, you, you got hit. I got uh out of the whole week. I think I got it twice. Well, one guy got uh he got about eight times, and they they don't go for the parts that don't hurt, like you know your butt. Nah, they go for the wrist, the knee, sometimes ribs, and it's it's funny to to see people get hit because you know without even you know like looking at them they'll start yelling and it's, it's oh it hurts funny. it stings oh we did have to talk about it, it said y'all start you started the academy with 30 something people uh 36 or so and y'all are down to 25 
What are you going to say? We won't say, like I said, any agencies, areas, nothing like that. But you said you lost some to shooting. Shooting at the range. Couldn't, yeah, they, couldn't yeah, they didn't get shot. Enough. They couldn't qualify with their weapon. We, I think we need to specify that. <laughs> they did not get shot in the academy and die. Uh, they could not qualify with their weapon. So you flunk out of academy. You had one that was quite funny, a female. Oh, yeah. Uh, she uh, she said, screw this. I'm going back to be a stripper. She probably made more money stripping. Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I got to say. The, the class still talks about her, so I can only assume that she does. Oh, they're going to see her stripping? I guess. Uh, Not me. <laughs> Don't lie. Okay. Did you see her strip? Hmm? You went and seen her strip? Nope. Okay. That's from an agency. It's like when you put down, you know, what's your last most recent job? Stripper. <laughs> and we're gonna hire you. You got all kind of qualifications. That's that small agency. They probably hired. It might have been hurting. It might have been hurting for job applications or something. It, it's probably one of agencies that barely pays over minimum wage. Probably. And you did recently. I think what last week? Because I've seen it on a lot that you got yourself a. You got a brand new unit. Brand spanking new, brand 292 new. miles on yeah, the clock. Got your brand new unit while you're in academy. So don't fuck it up. Don't fuck what up? <laughs> the unit. Oh, I won't. So you'll you, you adjust to it. I know it's not the car that you had, but hey, I liked my, it, we're talking about the, the Caprices when they had them. I loved my Caprice too because I'm bigger than, Moose Knuckle is, and it was harder for me to get in and out of it. Once I got in, it was fine. But they had the Corvette engine in it, so they were very fast, and it was, it was just like driving a freaking sports car. Oh, so, you put you put a Corvette engine in a Hot Wheels yeah, car, basically yeah. what it equates to. So, you know, now he's in the SUV, which is nice. He's just, it's not a sports car. <laughs> no, not at all. It's, it's the grocery getter, the mom mobile. It's all right. But it's all right for, for now. It'll be fine. Oh, speaking of stripping and stuff, you know, I, w- I was out working on the interstate Thursday. Were you stripping on the interstate? No, but I made a traffic stop. And I got French kissed on the traffic stop. Tongue stuck right in my mouth. Did you get his name? No, it was a female. Oh. She was a real dog. I don't know what breed she was, but she was a she was a smaller smaller breed, little black dog. She's a, she just I was in there trying to write take it and just popped her little head up, and stuck her tongue right in my mouth. This is why I don't really take you serious. <laughs> what the dog did? French funny, kiss funny, me, but I don't really take you that serious anymore. <laughs> I still gave it to do to take it. The story was that the the guy said he worked uh, for AT and T on the the towers and stuff, and he was one in the, in one of the hurricane prone areas that just got hit working. And he he actually found he said he found his little poor little dog just out there in the middle of nowhere, no collar or nothing on, so he just took it in. So good for him. He was like I said, it was a cute dog. Uh, she kisses great. 
I came home and told Bam that. I said, I got French kissing on a traffic stop. She said, what breed was she? Because <laughs> <laughs> she gets my humor. You were sitting there thinking, oh, damn, he got kissed on track. That ain't never happened to me. Well, I mean, there's, me. there's one or two options here. I had to play through both scenarios in my head. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was a dog. He how, did get a ticket there. How do dogs and strippers go together, though? I want to. I still need to figure that out. Think about it. I've I've been a, I've been in a strip club before where this dog probably looked better than some of the <laughs> strippers on stage. All right, touche. And I'll say one thing: you people ever hear they they call stripper light? Not saying they got some gorgeous women that strip, but they have called stripper light. They're always dark in the strip clubs. It's dark for a perfect reason. Because <laughs> if it was bright, it would be bad. Stripper light. I need some stripper light. Then I pulled this lady over. And I'm just going to throw this shout out. And I actually gave her a break because she was nice. She was driving this blue BMW. Well, she's V-type thing. She was heading in Texas from Alabama. We got to talking. She ended up finding about the podcast. Said she was going to listen to it. So if you're listening to it, thank you. And I hope you made it to Texas to your son's house okay. I know you don't have any stories right now because you've just been studying and you got a good grade point average. What? Your grade point average. What's that? Yeah, Okay. You're passing there, right? I'm, I'm passing. <laughs> I'm I'm doing better than most. He's average then. Yeah, about about average. That's what your wife said, but oh, did I say that? <laughs> said what? He, he, that went over your head too. You've been smoking. I said you said you were average. I said that's what your wife said too. So oh no, I caught it. <laughs> went over his head. He's blonde. Well, dark blonde. I was going to go to his graduation coming up in December, but I was informed only one person from your uh, department can come and two family because I forgot that we were still under the zombie apocalypse, which is probably going to get worse now. Probably going to make everybody wear zombie suits out because, you know, According to the news, people are going to have a new president, so they're going to make man that they can probably gonna make mask the law or something like that. But you, you know, it's funny though. Whenever we got sprayed, uh, did you the, have a mask on when you got sprayed? No, we had to take it off. But it in the classroom and everything, you have to wear a mask. Which, I, mean, I forgot. But about when that we shit. get sprayed and we're all huddled in front of a little six-inch fan, so, so we can dry our eyes out. But you can't catch COVID got after you got yeah. maced. Can't catch COVID after you get maced when you're PTing. Uh, or or basically any other time. But as long as you're sitting in one spot with hand sanitizer and not doing anything, you can catch COVID. It may it makes no sense. It's it's stupid. The whole mass shit stupid. Just let me die if I get it's it. Stupid. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I got hollered at Trader Joe. Went Trader. I went with my my stepdaughter and my daughter in there because I do. I'll say it right here. I don't fucking like Trader Joe's, okay? Because they're a bunch of fucking stuck-up, snobby, rich motherfucker. <clears throat> Trader Joe's is where the people that are too snobby to even shop at Whole Foods goes, okay? 
Anyway, we were in there, and of course, I walk in. I had my damn gator thing on. I was like, put your mask up. Sir, you need to pull your mask up over your face, sir. Pull it up over your face. So I pulled it up. We got the shit they wanted. Now we're at the cash register. We had some other people at the other register. We're walking up to the empty register. This cashier dude, which I say lightly, dude. Six feet, stay back, six feet, behind the blue line, six feet, sir, six feet. Have other people at the other register. Like, fuck, dude, the, the same motherfucker was just standing elbow to elbow with me at the fucking aisle buying the shit. And you're fucking freaking out here. Six feet. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Then we get up there, finally get up there to check out after the other people left. So basically, you got two registers, but you can only fucking use one at a time because of six feet. The bag boy, cashier dude, sit down. One like, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm ready to check out because I'm fucking pissed off now. I done got first step. Keep my mask over your face, sir. Mask over your face. Six feet, six feet. So I'm ready to get the fuck out of crappy Joe's over here. And I'm going to sit here and listen to a conversation. Yes, is it, did you still use that face cleaning stuff you have at your house? I don't know. I ran out of that a while back. Motherfucker. Check my shit out. I'm not worried about what kind of astringent you're using on your goddamn face at home. <clears throat> has nothing to do with me, me working. my stuff and let me leave. Yeah. Fuck Trader Joe's. I just don't like I, I just don't like them. I've, I've been there twice in my entire life now. Bam pulled me out of there the first time because she thought I was going to get in a fist fight with one of these fucking uptight, pretentious motherfucking people in there. And so I tried it again. And it's still no fucking better. So... Yeah, somebody almost hit me in the fucking parking lot. Fuckers can't drive. That was the first time. It's just fuck them. Like I said, I, I, I'm not going if, to. If I'm with my daughter and she needs to go back there, I'll just wait in the fucking car. I know they're not going to go out of business because I don't shop there, but I sure the fuck ain't going to give them my money. So, anyway, anybody likes Trader Joe's, sorry for you. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like it's like going going shopping that whole dollar. I don't need organic fucking cucumber. They're all kind of organic. They fucking grow on trees and shit. I mean bushes and stuff. So you go buy your fancy dancy waters and all that shit from them stores. And yeah, whole dollar. Because that's how many dollars it's gonna take when you go to fucking Whole Foods to buy it. Because it's expensive. What else you want to pay with? I'm just saying they overcharge you for the shit at Whole Foods. Okay? Don't make me stab you now with this pen. Uh, whatever this <clears> I'm, I'm going to... Nope, you're, gonna, you're just going to get a new nickname called, you know, One-Eyed Jack or something like that. One-Eyed Moose Knuckle. Yeah, half a Moose Knuckle. <laughs> moose Knuck. I'm sure your partner's ready for you to come back to work. I'm ready to be back at work. Just I I miss my partner. She uh we call each other from time to time cuz she's got to go too. 
She's next, huh? She's yeah, going to as you get out? Yep. I see. I get get, I mean, it's going to be like a year before y'all get to work together. Yep. Over, over a year. I'll call her, let her know, like, hey, get ready for this stupid shit. This is what they're going to try to do. Make sure, you know, tell, tell, other, tell other stupid motherfuckers that you're going to be going with, hey, this person was in the last academy. But apparently they're going to be changing it up, and it's really not even going to matter. What are they changing it to now? They just changed it. Well, apparently they're going to change it up again. Uh, the physical standards, how they do tests, PT uh Were they going to make the physical standards easier? I guess. <laughs> Look, just show up and, and just move your leg. Okay, thank you. You passed. That's pretty much it for right now. That's That's the way I see it. Show up at 645, move your legs a little bit, go home at whatever time. It differs each and every single day. Did you breathe to get here? Oh, okay, you passed. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I went to Academy. Oh, you didn't make your mile and a half running? Oh, you missed it by two seconds? Oh, we just kicked you out of the Academy. You failed because you missed your run by two seconds. I, I watched that happen. I'm not joking, people. I actually saw that happen. Not anymore. Not anymore. They're way nicer and none. They, I mean, they still kick you out for shit, but it's not like how it used to be. Yeah, whatever whatever you run now or the first time, you have to beat that. Yes, I mean, so you can, if, you, you can if you're halfway intelligent, if you have a half a brain and you know that's how they're doing it, my first day... I'm going to get on my hands and knees, and I'm going to crawl a mile and a half. I'm well, gonna, you can't you can't do that no more, apparently. Because people, people were doing that, doing one push-up, one sit-up. and then, Well, I'm just saying, I'm going to go out there, and I'm not going to give 100% on my first day. No. So I, gave, I, know, I gave about 50. So I know for a fact, even because you exercise, y'all, exercise y'all, I'm, y'all do do exercise. So you get better shape while you're in academy. So... Most people get in shape. I have not lost a single pound. But I know for a fact I'm going to pass at the end of it because I didn't give 100% in the beginning. See, when I went, it wasn't like that. You had to pass a test just to get to pass a physical fitness test to get in. Then you had to pass another one to get out. Like I said, if you you missed by one push-up, one sit-up, or one second on your run, they would kick you out of academy and you have to – if your agency – didn't fire you, they'd have to send you back and spend thousands of dollars to send you back and you have to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. It's what, like 3000 3000 4000 just your agency to send you? I'm not sure what it is, but it's not cheap. No. We got guys that aren't, one guy that uh, doesn't belong to an agency, he paid his way to get into the academy. I heard they letting people do that now. Yeah. When I went, you had to be hired Sponsor, on. Yeah. They wasn't going to let, they no, didn't he, let you do it. He paid, uh, Six thousand or however much it was to enroll into the academy. Last the last guy I just had on here, uh, the Grand Torino. My last episode. He he's in Tennessee area, and that's that's what he he did. I mean, he's not decided not to go full time law enforcement, but that's what he did. He paid out of his own pocket to go to police academy. That that's some good education. I bet you don't want to fail then if it's costing you your own money. <laughs> I would study 24-7. Seven days a week. That's six days. Can I take one day off of the Lord? Who? Jesus, the Lord. I mean, Sunday he plays to go to church and stuff like that. Take a day off from me? Who? It's like a fucking owl or something. 
Yes, indeed. So when I do say we're going to church, it's not that type of church. I go to Popeye's. Fuck a Popeye's, man. Lunchtime at Popeye's pisses me off because these motherfuckers want to block roads and shit. That reminds me, after we do stop recording, I do have a story I'm going to tell you. Just kind of going to record the story. Sorry, people. Maybe when I retire, you'll get to hear this story. It's just not something I'm going to put out there <laughs> at this time. Didn't do anything illegal, no, or nothing like that. Just something I'm just not going to put out right now. I remember, like I say, if I remember, in about four or five years, and yeah, we're still doing this, then you might get to hear that one. Oh, look, we're going to uh, skip over now. We're going to uh, have one of our listeners who, uh, he, he, does, he was doing security work, and then he uh, also was like a civilian-type police person in uh California, and his nickname is Turtle, which he was nicknamed that in high school, and uh, I recorded with him a little earlier, and we're going to put him on right now, tell him some stories, and then uh, we're going to finish up with the Moose Knuckle. Uh, we got something a little bit different going on today. I got a, a listener that did like some civilian auxiliary type work in California. If he wants to say his location, that's going to be up to him. His nickname's Turtle. Uh, Turtle, why don't you tell us how you got that nickname? Well, in high school, I used to wear a lot of baggy uh, sweatshirts, so it looked like like I could hide inside the sweatshirt, like a turtle hides inside its shell. Well, that must have been some really big shirts, then. Uh, yes, they were really baggy. Very me. I've never still today. I just can't wear the baggy clothes. Yeah. Do you still wear the big baggy clothes? Uh, no, not not anymore. Not I as much. Got over that face. So you are. I know you're in California, and we we've talked on the phone a little bit, and so I know you listen to us, and uh, I know you did some private security stuff for a security company, but you also told me there was a like a civilian type thing you were doing with the department, I think it's been since defunded or nullified. They don't have it anymore. But you used to do like some civilian helping out with the police stuff on that side. I know you weren't post-certified. I don't think you were weapon certified, but you were still helping helping in law enforcement stuff, doing stuff, just not a certified police officer, correct? Yes, uh I would uh, patrol around the city for, it was supposed to be a two-hour shift once a week, but I would do four hours of my regular shift. And then on Friday or Saturday, uh, after a while, because I was doing so many shifts and past the minimum two-hour requirements, I was allowed to patrol with the natural police officer with one of the canine units. Uh, and I would do the twelve-hour shift with him. Oh, well, you put in a lot of free time, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, y'all weren't allowed to carry any weapons or anything, then. Uh, no. So, uh, you want me to tell my first story? This will explain how crazy it got. Yeah, go ahead. 
uh, there was a, a area of town that was, you know, was controlled by a, a gang, um, and they had given the green light to shoot um, on law enforcement as they saw saw at unit patrol the apartment complex where this gang's at. So we went to a call of a, of a domestic um, issue at one of the apartments, and we went in there, and of course the, the police officer, he took out his, his rifle, and he looked at me, and he's like, oh, if something goes down here, have it this. He gave me his personal knife to use as a weapon in case we got shot at. Well, that's a little scary. That uh, yeah, yeah, y'all were out of the way. If that's if this story we talked about, y'all were out of the way. Like backup was quite a distance out, like good fifteen to thirty minutes away from y'all. Uh, no, it's just uh, there was only two um, him and another officer that were on duty that night. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Y'all have a lot of. Here where we are at, and we well, I don't think in Louisiana here we we have some some street gangs, but we don't have, I don't think we have the type of street gangs or the amounts y'all have over there, or the yeah. violence towards law enforcement from the the street gangs. Thank goodness. So, hey, I'm put it to you, you're a brave a brave person to go out there and ride along and help the police out not being armed or anything like that. I I, I got to say this thing. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. So yeah. my hat's off to you for that because I'm armed sometimes. And, I mean, I don't care if you, any law enforcement person out there that tells you that they have never – I can't say that I've ever been scared, but your adrenaline goes up and you get, uh, I don't know, nervous or fear, fear, fearful or something like that. And they say they never happened to them. They're, they're a liar. Or well, they have John Wayne syndrome, and if you have John Wayne syndrome, uh, stay away from me. If anybody don't know what John Wayne syndrome is, it's that ten foot tall bulletproof, and they're gonna get themselves killed or somebody else. So, turtle, <laughs> you got some guts to go out there and do that stuff. Well, to be honest, I wasn't really thinking; <laughs> I was just reacting. He just ended me his life. I put the knife in my hand and we went over and, you know, to lock on the apartment, see what was going on. Luckily, it was only just a verbal domestic. We, you know, he gave him a, a chance to cool off and we left and nothing happened that time. Well, that's good. But still, you just, you just had a knife, right? Yeah, that, yeah. that was it. Many many moons ago, I was training FTO, and we went to a possible break in at an apartment complex, third floor. And this guy is has a gun and everything else. He's a he's a law enforcement officer. We get there and the door's ajar, and I look at him. I'm like, look, we're gonna go in. We're gonna do this, this, this. Keep your finger off the trigger. You're going to go in front of me. The reason I was telling him that because I didn't want him to shoot me in the back. I looked over at this guy who's been trained, and 
he is visibly just not right. And I looked at him, I said, what's your issue? What's going on? This dude had done went in almost a full-blown panic attack. So what I did is I sent him back to the unit, and I cleared the apartment by myself. Of course, there was nobody in there, nothing. Somebody probably just didn't close the door all the way. I think he quit the next day, which good for him, because when you're like that, you don't you don't need to be it. So for you just to go up there with a knife and and not do what he did, like I said, my hats off to you because I've seen people that have been trained for it and can't handle the mental or stress of what they're about to do and stuff like that or the fear of it. So. I think what what got me mentally prepared for this was my my security work after seeing all the crazy stuff that happens with drunk people and dealing with breaking up fights and you know, getting threats because they don't like how we, you know, we didn't let them into a certain restricted area like the concerts. Got me used to, you know, like aggressive people. Yeah, well, people don't maybe like, that. People like being told what they can and can't do. That's for sure. Yes. So I think that might have gotten me prepared for that. You also uh, told me right before we started recording about a, I guess I'm, I don't know if it was a party or some kind of function you were working where you were. Oh yes, there's uh, there's a, a town uh, about ten twenty minutes north of uh, San Luis Obispo, and on the fourth of July they shut down the beach. They shut down like four or five blocks, and it's a big. Fourth of July celebration. They have a parade like around ten, eleven in the morning, and then after that, all the way till around midnight. It's that those blocks are shut down, and it's nothing but but bars. And then sounds like it sounds like Bourbon Street a little bit down here in New Orleans. Yes, and then at nine p.m. they let the you know set the fireworks off from the the pier on the beach well there was a bar right across from the pier that hired a security company I work for to provide security services for 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 their for the bar and um, we were there from 12 noon to two in the morning and um there was several things that happened one was because of uh, ABC California Alcohol Beverage Control, the owner was worried about having a surprise inspection. So he told us, I don't care how old someone looks, you still have to see their ID before you put the bracelet on their arm, certifying that they're 21 and over. So there was a group of women, there were about three or four women they looked like they were in their 30s, but I had instructions that I needed to see an ID. So I asked for their ID. They told me they didn't have it. I said, I'm sorry, but I can't put the bracelet on you till I see an ID. So they tried to get me to put the bracelet. I didn't cave in, so they, they left, and they walked towards the back on the other side of the bar. And a co-worker was there, 
And <laughs> I saw when they flashed him and um, he automatically gave him the bracelets so they could go inside the bar to drink. Um, after a while, we switched around and I went up to the second floor where the bar was. Over there, I was standing against the corner and it was um, fully packed with with people up there. There was two college girls in their, their 20s. They were already drunk after a couple hours of being there and drinking. And one of them had just got their uh, breast pierced. And she kept going up to me using me as a human shield. Put her shirt down and she kept checking her breast because it was irri- the piercing was irritating her. Getting offered to, you know, clean it off for her. No, the... <laughs> And um, and then the third, I was monitoring the people in there, and um, there was a guy that kept buying these two girls' rings. He must have spent a good eighty to a hundred dollars just in drinks on them. Finally, he tried to get them to go, um, I'm assuming home or to a hotel with them, and they refused. He got upset. He punched one of the girls. So I went, I got him in the headlock, and I started walking him out of the bar towards the stairs. The whole time that I had him in the headlock, walking him from the back of the bar to the door, all the guys that saw him punch the girl were throwing punches at him. So I had him in the headlock, walking him out, and he's getting punched left and right, but every single guy that got upset with him. When I got to the door, I was—I did not notice that there was people standing by the door. So I accidentally knocked a, a girl over who twisted her ankle. She had high heels on. As soon as I turned around, I just threw, threw the guy towards the stairs. And the deputies that were working um, overtime, the security detail, they were already waiting for him to to uh, detain him. They took him down the stairs. I don't know what happened to him after that. I went. I checked on the girl. She was fine. I guess she, she heard what happened, so she didn't care that I knocked her down. I went back inside the bar. Everybody went back to normal. And... I didn't have another issue, another issue with anyone fighting after that. Yeah, well, he deserved the, he deserved the, to get hit on his way yeah. out. A man that hits a woman, period. Yes, in my books, a piece of shit. So, and then the funniest thing that happened that night was we all carpooled. We met at the at the lo- local Osh parking lot. And we we were all supposed to park. I mean, our carpool. Yeah, except we were all single guys working, except for one couple, a married couple. Him and his wife ended up 
for some reason not able to meet up with us to carpool with us. So they drove themselves to to the where they, they were having the Fourth of July at. Well, he helped two um, intoxicated women to their cars at the end of the night. One of the women, the passenger, I yelled at him and told him, come here. So he went over there thinking that she was going to say thank you or something. Instead, the girl grabbed him by the collar of his shirt, pulled him in, started making out with him in front of his wife. Well, I'm sure she wasn't happy about that. She was not happy, but she did not say anything because the owner of the company was there. Uh, he was there to get us to to get us to sign the timesheet. So we had to time, sign our timesheet. That's how they get payroll. Mm-hmm. So he's there getting our signatures, and we're staring at, at the wife, and she is upset. <laughs> upset by a little understatement on that word. Yes. Well, did 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 her husband was he resisting trying to get away from the girl, or was he in uh, full compliance? uh, He was enjoying it. Uh, Yes, uh, he wasn't trying to get away too hard. Yeah, I I feel sorry for him, or if he's still married, because she probably whipped his ass or divorced him. (laughs) God. And on on the drive back to the where we we met for the carpool, we were all saying, oh, good things didn't come with us. Imagine the argument right now that it's going on in their car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine so. I mean, if he would have, like, pushed her off, told her to stop or something, I mean, she might not have been mad, but he was sitting there enjoying it. So, I can't, I can't believe he didn't offer to help the girl with the nipple ring. <laughs> I mean, you could have went and got her an alcohol swab. You could have, you know, told her, "Oh, look, I think it's bleeding. Do you need me to blot that for you?" <laughs> another guy got the full titty. The whole other, the other guy got the full titty shot. The two girls flashed him to get in the bar. Yes. So you missed out on those too. Um, and it, I guess there's there's another story. There is um. For a couple of years, I worked at a at a national brand a hotel company. Still has that account, and every once in a while, they used to ask me if I wanted to go walk back there and cover the ship. At this hotel, they have two different hotel chains on the property, and it's owned by the same national brand. Um, and all we do is we just walk the parking lot, make sure that no one's no sleeping in their cars. Then we check the doors, make sure that they're locking. And we make sure that the lights are working in the parking lot. If something happens in, in one of the hotels, like a noise complaints, we go and we deal with it. So there was one time where there was a hotel room that was having a party. So I went up there twice, asked them, um, you know, can you please quiet down? We got complaints from other people, other guests that are trying to sleep. They're saying they're too loud. And 
And they're like, oh, yes, yes, we'll, we'll go ahead, we'll lower it. I would leave. About 10 minutes later, got another call. So finally, I go up there the third time, and I noticed that there's a guy, the guy that was giving me a hard time was missing. He wasn't in the hotel room. So I didn't think nothing of it. I go back out, back to the lobby. I told them, hey, I talked to them a third time. They said they were going to quiet down. And I go back to patrol. Call me if you need me. So I go, I patrol. I go to the other hotel, work my way towards the back of the parking lot. And I see a car that's moving. It's rocking up from side to side, up, down. I go up to it. I find, finally, when I get to one of the path, one of the windows, I turn my flashlight on, and it's the guy that was missing from the hotel room having sex in the car in the parking lot. <laughs> Did you shine the so light on I, and scare him? Yeah, so I knock on the window. He opens up the door. I'm like, what's going on? Even though I knew what was going on. And he's like, he starts laughing. He's like, oh, my bad, man. I'm just down here talking. It's like, we can't be in the parking lot. You have a hotel room, right? Yes, well, you gotta be in your hotel room. And they don't want any loitering in the parking lot. The whole time that I'm talking to him, the girl was putting the clothes back back on and she was embarrassed that they got caught in the parking lot having sex. Well, I mean, if you're in a car having sex, you might, your expectation of privacy has greatly dis- uh, diminished on that fact right there. But was she good looking or was she like ugly? What was it? I said, was she good looking or was she just like some? Uh, yeah, she was. <laughs> well, so they go back up to uh, to the hotel room, and about five minutes later, I get another call. So I go up there, I knock on the door, everybody send the the room, and I tell them this is the fifth time I come here. Gotta. Keep it down. If not, you're going to get evicted. We're getting too many complaints from you. It gave me the same spill. Okay, we're going to quiet down. Don't worry about it. So I leave. I go down to the lobby. I told the front desk agent. I talked to them again. They're saying they're going to keep it down, but I doubt it. I told them, technically, they can be they can have 20, 30 noise complaints call. I can't do anything. It's your decision to decide what to do from here on. It's like, oh, I'm going to call the general manager and see what he wants us to do. So he called the general manager. He explained to them what was going on. The general manager said, if you get one more noise complaint, you got to evict them. So, of course... We got another noise complaint. So I go back up there and I tell him, I'm sorry, but you gotta, you gotta leave. And they started laughing like, uh, you're trying to be funny, huh? I'm like, no, you gotta leave. 
got so many noise complaints from this room from guests, paying guests that are paying to come here to sleep. They're not paying here to come to party. You are here partying, and you're not listening to us asking you to quiet down. And the hotel management wants you gone. And I was waiting for them to um start getting their stuff to leave, and they didn't. They slammed the door. They started laughing, and they... um. I put the music back up, so I just took off my phone, called dispatch, let them know what was going on. They said that the deputy was out on a call, but that they were going to send somebody else to go assist me. About five minutes later, three CHP officers showed up. I told them what was going on and that they refused to leave. I already asked them to leave because they got evicted from the property and they slammed the door on me. So they're all, oh, can you take us to the room? Sure. So I went up to the room. I knocked on the door. They looked through the peephole and they saw me standing at the door. And the guy that, was, that I caught in the parking lot having sex, I heard him start laughing, saying, oh, it's the Renacup again. So they, he opens the door. As soon as he opened the door, the CHP officer pulled me to the side and all of them went inside. Well, it turned out that the guy that had rented the room was 21, but he worked for the local high school district as a custodian. There was a bunch of underage people in there drinking alcohol they had marijuana in there mm. and um so they all ended up getting arrested i went ahead and opened up the windows to air out, out the room and about an hour later i went back in there with the front desk agent we opened up the refrigerator because this hotel has a full kitchenette in every room in them We'd open up the refrigerator, and the refrigerator was full of nothing <laughs> but beers and liquor in there. We didn't know what to do with the alcohol, so the front desk agent ended up taking a bunch of it home with them after the general manager told them, you can either take it home or throw it away. We don't have a liquor license, so we can't keep it and try to resell it. That's like spalls of war right there. You didn't get to keep done? Uh, yeah, I took a bottle of tequila with me. Right, because they, they got kicked out. They left it free for game. I'm just wondering, you said the guy was a janitor at the local high school. I wonder how many of them girls in there were actual students at the school. Surprised they didn't charge him with contributing or statutory or something like that. Well, that was one of the one of the charges. It was um, I'm trying to remember the the actual was language to contributing that, like, to, like contributing to the delinquency of a minor or juvenile. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, that, that, yeah. I know different like states that. have different states have different verbiage for 
different laws. Louisiana is different. Like, in, I'm pretty sure in California, what y'all consider an assault, we consider a battery down here. And what y'all consider a battery, if we consider an assault. Some things are just ass backwards, depending on wherever you go. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it was on those general lines if it ain't called the same thing. Yes. So, do you have anything? I said, I know you listen. Do you have anything you want to ask me or anything like that? I'm hitting you out the blue with it. Anything what? Do you have any questions or anything you wanted to ask me or wanted to know or anything like that? How are things over there with the with the hurricane? Oh well, we in the area I live in, we were lucky. Uh, we didn't get hit by many. Uh, I think was it was which one was the last one? We didn't get nothing on. We were supposed to. The one before that, I think, was Laura or something like that. I think so. We got some wind. Uh, of course, you know, limbs breaking and stuff like that, but it wasn't bad. So this year, we actually lucked out. It wasn't a Katrina or an Andrew or nothing like that. People in Lake Charles and stuff. Uh, Freebird's yeah. parent. Yeah, Freebird's parents lived down there and stuff like that. Not they got hit. They got hit hard, but appreciate every, appreciate you asking. But everybody's recovering. This is not our first. Unfortunately, it's not our first radio. Kind of, I don't know. You got earthquakes in your area or anything like that? Uh, yeah, earthquakes, and um, we've been having the the wildfires the last That's couple right. of weeks. That's right. So I guess every part of the region has their downfalls of it. We don't have wildfires. We're too wet, but we do get hurricanes. Y'all get earthquakes, which. At least with a hurricane, we get a, we kind of know they're coming already. So I guess that's an advantage for us. I don't think you get an art warning with an earthquake at all. It just kind of happens. You ever been through one of those? An earthquake? Yes, it's been a while since we had one. Usually when the last time we had an earthquake, I you know I felt the, everything shake, but normal to me so I just wrote it out that probably just freaked me out if I was sitting there and everything started shaking because I'm not like I said I've never experienced anything like that of course I don't want to I don't want to either I felt everything shaking on the walls and everything I just sat there and after a couple of seconds it was over I'm sure it can be a scary situation. Well, look, I'm, I, I appreciate you so much, Turtle. You don't know. Uh, I know you got some personal issues you're dealing with right now we talked about on your health-wise yes. and stuff. If uh, I know you're far away, but uh, I wish you the best of luck with that. you ever need somebody just to talk to or something like that, you know you have my phone number now. And uh, yes. reach out to me, text me. Email me, you know I'll get back with you. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, telling us your stories and stuff like that. And uh, you get to listen to yourself now. Just coming up Sunday when we drop the episode. So thank you. All right then. Well, I have more stories if you ever. Uh, all right. Well, we may 
we may get back with you on that and uh we're gonna get back to the moose knuckle so uh I'll look forward to see what what his update on the right. academy is. All righty, buddy. Thanks for coming. Hope y'all enjoy his stories. I found them entertaining. We may have him back on. We will see. Back to the moose knuckle. He don't have many stories. He's not enjoying academy at all. Some people love it. Uh, Grand Torino, like he, he said, he he loved Academy. Would do it again. He said, "Moose Knuckle would rather eat broken broken glass out of an armadillo's asshole before going porcupine ass or porcupine ass. Yes. It's even worse. Before going to Academy again. Hey, at least the good news. Once you graduate and stuff, he said you'll get the, the state sup. That's a raise and." I'm not sure if you get a raise from the department or not. I don't know. But you, you know you're going to be getting the, that 500 a month anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll that'll definitely be good. I pulled over a guy I mentioned a while ago to you. Doing 102 in the 60 Thursday evening. Yep, 102 in the 60. In and out of traffic weaving. I'm thinking, I ain't never going to catch this dude in this truck. Anyway, he got hung up in traffic. I caught him, pulled him over. And I looked looked down and said, did you want to go to jail or something? Uh, well, well, no, I'm in a hurry. Well, no fucking, really, really? Come on. You in a hurry? No, I just thought you felt like driving like, like a dumbass. Anyway, I get all this stuff. From him, saying, "Well, I said, what are you in a hurry for?" Because I'm just curious now. He was late to report to Fort Hood, which is a military base in Louisiana. Well, Texas, Texas. I'm sorry, it's a military base in Texas. <laughs> well, he was. He, if he was if he was that late down hunting too, that motherfucker still had like a three or four hour drive to the fucking state line from where we yeah, were that's, at. That's over by Dallas. Yeah, huh? Or somewhere along. I looked at him. I said, "Well, how about I could? Uh, you want to call your sergeant, whoever your boss is over there, and let him know you're going to be a whole lot more late because you're in jail and your car's been towed." He just kind of looks there with a blank look on his face. Really, I don't know if this it actually sunk in to this kid's head what kind of trouble he could have been in and how I could have fucked him up. But yes, I wrote him a ticket. I did go back and look. I think it's going to cost him like right up close to four hundred dollars for that ticket. He's lucky I didn't put his ass in jail and tow his shit. It's because I'm such a nice guy. I don't care what anybody says. I'm nice because I didn't. Put that motherfucker in jail. And it has been a week for me this last few days of high rollers. Just people speeding their ass off. You want to hear an unusual last name? First one for me. Pull this guy over Thursday night. He's doing 83 and a 60. Texas tags. Nice as could be. 
He's cool and shit. This dude's last name, I'm not lying, is on his driver's license. His last name was Blunt. And it was spelled B L U N T. I looked at it, I said, the dude, I said, how, how was it growing up with the, I mean, what you call it Blunt Man? I mean, I said, I'm sure it was all kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it was all kind of. <laughs> By the way, you got any weed? Where that? I, I didn't. No, nah, I didn't. There was no smell coming out of his vehicle whatsoever. But his last name was not. Because, man, what the common spelling is B L U N T or something like B L U N T was his last name. Blunt. <laughs> Just. I mean, he could put that on his shirt and people would say, oh, you must smoke. No, that's my real last name. That's my last name, yeah. dog. Then. Friday, I pull a guy over. He ain't going that fast. 46 and 35. I'm just out writing tickets. You might have seen this truck. It's a, a local one. It's a black, uh, heavy-duty diesel, you know. He's got the, the trucker stacks coming out of the bed, you know. I don't yeah. know. He's I know wanna exactly be, what you're talking about. Wannabe 18-wheeler driver or something like that. Small dick mafia. And but on on the sticker <laughs> the sticker it's a sticker on the back of his windshield of this truck. It says panty dropper with like the little legs with the panties around their ankles. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Panty dropper. And I look inside of the truck while I'm writing to do the ticket. He's got like two or three pairs of like these panties hanging from his rearview mirror. Now, this is a 2006 model panty dropper <laughs> with the stack on it. The only thing I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, he probably bought those like at the dollar rack at Walmart. Or if some girls did actually drop their panties because of this truck. It's probably not any girl that I want to see at all. <laughs> what gets me is that you'd think it's Mike having something like that, all this going on, panties, on all this shit, that this would be, you know, a 20-something-year-old or something. Nope, this dude was in his 40s. Oh, so he lives with mom. It's time to grow the fuck up. That's what, that's what it was. With that was his mom's panties. Your panty dropper truck with your panties on the, the – yeah, yeah. So I, I just got a kick out of it. I did see a house. I took a picture of it. I might post it up if I remember people. I forget shit shit. I did send it to the folks. I think I can pull it up. I'll show Moose Knuckle this fucking picture. I'll try to. I'll have Bam, I think, has the picture. I'll have her uh, put it on Facebook for sure. See anything wrong with this picture here, Moose Knuckle? I got it closely. What, what's going on wrong? What, what is totally wrong in this picture? Well, he got fresh fish spelled right. You don't see the rest of it? Come on now. Oh, I, I got to build the, into it. I got to build a suspension. Okay, okay. He got fresh fish spelled right. The steps are the right height for the door. The plywood on the window, plywood on the door. And he's worried about his roof flooding, so he sandbagged it. <laughs> he got sandbags on his fucking roof. <laughs> All lined up around the edge of the roof. 
I'm like, I, I, the only thing I can figure what may have been going through these people's head. Poor man's gutter. No. If we did have the storms recently, is that he was going to put that on there and keep his shingles from blowing off. But I know the, 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 air, the wind can get up but the other shingles, too. That's not like one big sheet. That's the only thing I can I, – I, other reason, I don't know why this man – somebody would have sandbags on their roof. But I'm, we're going to try to make sure at least we put it on Facebook. I'm sure I put it on the Twitter and parlor account, but yeah. And he got a car battery on the steps. Well, that that's probably for his solar power. <laughs> I don't know. It might be to keep those steps from blowing away. <laughs> I just I saw them. Man, right out of sandbags. I saw the sandbags on the roof. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So that one was interesting. Hopefully, when you get back, you'll start getting some more stuff we can talk about again. I know you like trying to look for dope. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, dope and guns. It's always a good day when you get that. I did hear, uh, like I said, I mean, we had one one deputy, uh, I think, one day this past week, over the whole week. I think he, I'm not sure how many arrests he made, but I know he ended up getting a total of like, Five or six stolen guns and mm-hmm. some fucking drugs and yep. stuff off the street until they have that. That was a good thing. Yep, that was a good thing. That area is kind of hot right now. So it's not that area we've been having them shootings in, is it? Yep. Yeah, well, we need to definitely get the guns off the street in that area. People want to shoot each other. I don't know. My area, whenever I left uh, to go to the academy, kind of sounded like it got heated up a little bit. It's been, well, during the day when I've been working, I haven't heard much over there recently. There's a lot of them on nights. Well, that's when the bad people come out. Yeah, apparently. Like vampires. Friday, I was going to grace more tickets. Me and the top, we're going to head on up to a road. It's a little, little ride for us. On the way up there, wasn't even barely outside. We we were. We were uh, not too far past the truck stop southbound, put it that way. I got my music in my Bluetooth and my helmet playing. I'm enjoying the weather. I see him point because I'm I'm riding on the left-hand side, and I seen him point, and I looked at the car, and I looked down at my radar. 100 miles an hour on the dot in a 65 right there. So we had to go up and spin around because it's grass median. Yeah, you had to go to the little turnaround. Yeah, we went to the turnaround. We finally we chased her, chased her down, got her. Her excuse, and she was late for work. In the, she had to cross over a big river bridge to get to work where she was working at a Walmart. One hundred miles an hour because she's late for work at Walmart, and she's probably good still. What ten, fifteen miles away from this Walmart or more with traffic lights and yeah, one hundred. So she and we end up giving her a ticket. She had a little personal uh, amount usage of weed on her, which she did not leave with. Took it, disposed of it. I say dispose, we, I, I threw it in the sewage ditch, okay? That, that's my favorite. Hey, man, you know how much I paid for that? Well, you know how much it's going to cost you to get out of jail if I arrest you for it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so we we get we get her written. Nin- this little girl ain't but nineteen years old. I mean, she gets in a wreck going as fast. She's dead. So I feel like we probably saved her life at some point that day. So we decide we're going to head back up to this location I wanted to go to. We hadn't got. We're 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 right there by the uh, the school on this highway. See a vehicle coming. I look at my radar. Ninety three. In the fifty five. Was it during the school zone? Oh no, it'd have been forty five in the school zone. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and I'd have probably brought him to jail. But ninety three in the fifty five, whipped around, we get him pulled over. <laughs> this this dude. He's like, Well, well I'm late for a job interview. There seems to be a pattern here. <laughs> I looked at him, I said, Well, you're gonna be a little bit later now. This dude had the fucking balls. Had the balls to ask me to give him a fucking break. I looked at him. I said, I did. You're not in handcuffs. I didn't arrest you and I didn't tow your car. You're doing 93 and a 55 and you're not going to jail. That's your break. Had to, man, but I want this job trying to get my CDL. Maybe you ought to think about that before you fucking doing ninety three miles an hour and a fifty five. He, if we would have caught him farther up, he'd probably he's probably over a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he he had the balls to ask for a fucking break. Couldn't believe it. That's some big. That's some big cojones. Cojones. I'll give you a break here. Put these cuffs on you, so I don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So in the back, make sure you double lock them. Today, this week was a, a very nice. I know you've been, you're in school, little schoolboy, but ten, this week was great for riding. The weather was perfect. It was a little chilly in the morning, but uh, by nine o'clock it was perfect weather. It was good weather. Hopefully, you'll. I think we're getting a little bit warmer next week. Yeah, it's gonna but, start warming up. But hopefully, it'll be another week. I'll be on a motorcycle, writing some more tickets. I was informed by our IT guy Friday that I am about three weeks out now for getting my ticket writer, the Gizmo. Very excited about this. Y'all know that. I can't wait because I was at the office. I was at, I was at the courthouse turning in. In two days, I had written probably almost 30 tickets by myself. And I was up at the office turning them in. Plus, I had to pay my $25 for the no-shave November. I can't do that right now. They won't let you have that in the academy? Nope. Even if your department lets you? Even if the department allows it. Wow. So you couldn't have a goatee or nothing? Can't have a goatee, can't have a mustache. Even our department allows goatee mm-hmm. and mustache. Right, okay. Well, Fucking bullshit. Yep. But anyway, I had to go up there. And the sheriff happened to be in the... Being there when I was bringing, say, "Oh, what's up?" I just kind of waved it, and I had a big old all these tickets I read. Oh, I heard you out there this morning. You tearing them up? Yes, sir. I am. Need some more books. I ran out, so pretty soon I'll be getting the other ones. Just have to give me a little roll of paper. Roll of paper. You don't even have to go turn them in. It just zaps them right up there. Right to the uh, right to the computer. Yes, it's gonna be so sweet. So sweet. 
All right, so we got about a month before he graduates. We'll get him on after. I might give him a little while after he graduates. Maybe he can get a story or two uh, from the street. I don't think we're going to get much more out of him. He just, he just be happy to be out of the academy. You have no idea. <laughs> He's just going to be happy to get out of the academy. And tell you the truth, I wasn't one of that enjoy academy either. There was a I had an opportunity to change, you know, to a state agency one time from the local, and I was going to have to go. They make you go through their academy, complete the academy again. And I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm going to go through a whole academy. I already know how to be a fucking cop. What you going to teach me? I don't know already. It's bullshit. So that's why I understand where I'm at, which I'm glad. Of course, if I went to state, I could probably tired already but say la vie right mm-hmm. all right people we're gonna wrap this up like i said i want to thank turtle again for his stories thanks for him listening uh had been getting some emails uh sending some more emails and you know if i i email everybody everyone emails me i email them back myself personally uh, I'll send you a sticker. I don't think we're out of stickers yet, are we? No, we're not out yet. If we do, we'll have some more made. I don't know if she's ever... I'll, she'll give you a damn sticker. I was supposed <laughs> to get one last time. Oh, you got them here? Okay, huh? Okay, she, we're going to get you a sticker, damn it. I don't know. We haven't put up anything on for T-shirts yet because she has to hand-make them, and the wings are difficult. So... Hopefully soon we'll be doing some T-shirt stuff. If you're interested in a T-shirt, at least email and let me know. We might be able to work something out. We're on Parlor, Twitter, Facebook, MotorCopChronicles at gmail.com. Uh, so if you, oh yes, I, we are on YouTube. No video. It's just the podcast audio. But we put it on YouTube, and. That's going to be it for this week's episode. Hope to, can't say hope to see y'all because I won't see y'all. Hope we get to talk next week also. And always remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made. Legends are made